And we are back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host, Chingai. And Chingai, what a week it has been. How are you? I am not over the <laughs> fabulosity of this week. <laughs> I, You know what? I was like... It, it's our third week, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a good warm up." Because you know, mm-hmm. you know how they save the big mm-hmm. ones for Thanksgiving week. So you know, I'm like, we yes. have time. You know, things are gonna slowly ramp up. <laughs> <laughs> but but this week hit us in the best way possible. It was just, it was amazing. All movies were amazing. All movies were amazing. Chingai and I literally spent the first 15 minutes of the hour we usually spend to record debating how we were going to rank these movies. And guys, we almost did a random generator because we could not make up our minds. They were that good. And I know everything is on a curve, but I I guess this week is a non-naughty list week because delightful. These movies were delightful. They were diverse. They were just so goddamn interesting. And if this is an omen of good things to come, and what will Thanksgiving week bring? Because it felt like Thanksgiving week this week. And I guess there's nothing better to do but to kick us off because we have four full movies that we want to spaz about. And we need to start spazzing now. So, Chinkai, I am going to kick things off with Countdown to Christmases, The Santa Summit, starring Hunter King and Benjamin Hollingsworth. It's time for the annual Santa Summit in which revelers put on Santa suits and hop around designated locations in town to eat, drink, and be merry. Three best friends decide to go together. Jordan, a recently dumped art teacher looking to cut loose. Ava, a shy woman hoping to run into her crush, and Stella, a Christmas cynic with no interest in the Santa Summit whatsoever. At the start of the night, Jordan meets and bonds with Liam, but doesn't get his name before getting separated and lost in a sea of Santas. (laughs) They all find what they're looking for, Christmas spirit, potential romance, and a strengthened bond of friendship. The Santa Summit. Not the thing with all the Santas. Absolutely the thing with all the Santas. I am in. Three best friends. I need my wing ladies. One unforgettable adventure. Lose something? I just met the most amazing guy. If you two are meant to share something special, he will find you. How are we going to find her? You don't even know what she looks like. Today is the only chance I get to find her. What is it about the holidays that just puts romance in the air? I don't know what the, the trope is, to be honest, for this one, because it was a mishmash of anything and everything. Not that that's a bad thing. This is a true example of an ensemble cast wherein everybody felt like a bit player adding up to the sum of the whole. You know, the, the sum of the parts make up whatever that thing goes. It was good. Hunter King is always such a fun and delightful uh, actress and she hasn't let me down just yet and true enough here despite her being covered in that Santa suit and the five minutes she literally spent with Ben Hollingsworth at the start of this movie Ben Hollingsworth special shout out I didn't hate him um, it was good it was really good I think my one 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 gripe about this movie and I, there was barely a grub. I had to find something because it is the first movie we're discussing and I don't know, I just gotta be cynical, is that there wasn't enough couple time, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think it was a novel way to say something. It was all about the chase, all about you know finding the clues, all about developing the side characters who are all interesting in their own way. Sometimes a bit too interesting that I'm like, wait, hang on, hang on, let me remember why I'm actually watching this thing and it's for, of course, the romance. 
I'll, I'll give it to them because those like two to five minutes they spent at the start was enough to kind of get me really, really killing that by the end, when he built her that super cute gingerbread house that matches her wallet, and when they would call out, you know, all the things they said in the beginning of that literally three-minute conversation, I was like, no, this works. And it takes a certain talent, I guess, to make you hang on till the very end. And again, it's all in the span of like a day, right? Because the Santa Summit was a day. And this was a very wholesome version of the Santa Summit because I hear that when they do this in New York, like when people dress up as Santa, it becomes like a riot. But whatever, it's Hallmark. I love it. The friends were cute. The event was cute. The first gingerbread house I truly liked in the Hallmark cinematic universe. Um, I have no complaints. <laughs> it, it was a good one. I remember when I watched this, I messaged Patty saying that this is what the wedding veil hoped it could be. Because, I I mean, like, I really felt, I really felt, like, the bond that Mm, connected mm. the three women in this movie. None of them were annoying. And, you know, this, this movie could have so, so easily... Like <laughs> fallen apart because there's so much mm. going on, but I was equally yeah. invested in all of them, and I know like the 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 girl with the crush on the history teacher, she, pop, she pops cute. up every now and then as an extra yeah. in movies. Wasn't she the one who liked Paul Campbell? I'm not sure. Last year, oh, was that her? Like the I'm side. Not sure, but anyway, she, she yeah, she comes up all the time, and now like I think like she really her footprint was really in the movie, and she did great. I always have a bone to pick with movies <laughs> and performances, but I oh loved the, the singing here. <laughs> Number one, she could actually sing. Number mm. two, it wasn't like obnoxious the way she did it. I really liked yeah. it. I enjoyed every every bit of this movie. And Ben Hollingsworth finally <laughs> has found a movie where he could just be likable. They always <laughs> make him out to be like some Christian Grey type or some bad boy type like in Virgin River. And it never fits. And Patty is right. He's too lanky to be one of mm. those. I think yeah. this is his niche. He has to be a good guy. He has to be and a ginger bread house goodness. maker. Mm-hmm. It was super it's Christmas. cute. Um, I yeah, exactly. Ben, know your lane. I'm kidding. It's okay to try <laughs> to branch out, but we found you your spot. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with being a good guy. And honestly, in the end, I mean, usually, you know how last time when we discussed Joyo Noel and. <laughs> J.C. Elliott and Brant Doherty had way too much in common and I was annoyed. Here, it was okay they had so much in common because the conflict was that they couldn't fucking find each other in the end, mm-hmm. right? So there wasn't... Mm-hmm. Like, in the beginning when they were like, Casablanca! Or like, tacos! Like, I was like, oh, they're kind of cute. And uh, anyway, still, I know we ranked it as the quote-unquote, you know, worst of the bunch, but still, it was really, really quite delightful. And Hunter King always has that look of, like, wonder in her eyes, and I am all for it. It, it was it was cute. More gingerbread houses of the Spanish villa type. Um, and who knows? <laughs> more, more ensemble casts. You're right. This is the wedding veil wished what it could be. And maybe the wedding veil needed to have uh, more character development. Who knows? But... <laughs> <laughs> or or a, a different cast. Hmm. Okay. Maybe. I mean, maybe that third movie. Just kidding. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, moving on to more people who've surprised us, just like Benjamin Hollingsworth. Let's talk about our second movie for the week. It's Flipping for Christmas from Countdown to Christmas, starring Ashley Newbrot and Marcus Rosner. It's almost Christmas when busy realtor Abigail agrees to help her sister with a simple flip of a recently inherited home. Unfortunately, co-beneficiary Bo has other plans in mind. A Christmas romance. Interior is a little... Cosmetic touch-ups are my thing. Can always use a little fixing up. I do this for a living. Find the right handyman and you'll flip for the final reveal. One more thing. We had our fair share of flipping movies. The one that really um, sticks in my head is Danica McKellar. I I can't remember who she was with, but I didn't like that movie. Oh, God. So, I don't know. Like, all these home renovation movies, they're all kind of meh to me. And Marcus Rosner has never really... Like, I know he's good-looking in that romance novel type of way. Um, Like, he's exactly what you would picture in those book talk books. But but, he's never, you know, sparked anything for me. Maybe because he's too good-looking. And then suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, I watch Flipping for Christmas and like my world spins on its axis because what <laughs> is this? I actually like a home renovation movie. You you all know that I like a builder, you know, that, that <laughs> a carpenter or whatever. So that he's already got that going for him. But somehow, this small town carpenter or whatever he is, contractor, and this big city realtor, they just have incredible chemistry that I was so invested in this movie. I just love the, like, you know, the Landian, the, the flirting oh, yeah. that goes on when they're like throwing paint at each other. And Marcus Rosner in pink coveralls. Yes, please. I mean, with any other two actors, I would have rolled my eyes at those scenes. Cough, cough, like uh, Brennan Elliott and Erica Durant from <laughs> last week. But this week, I was fully into it. I mean, yes, let's flip an old home. I'm about to go into renovation myself, IRL. And I can only hope that a Marcus Rosner comes along and paints my walls. <laughs> No. Oh my God. Holy Marcus Rosner. I mean, you know, this is my type, the big beefy beefcake. And he takes all those fucking boxes. He does give this Fabio, you know, romance cover book Mm. talk kind of guy. And it's not a bad thing. He usually comes off as a bit dry and no character. But here, as the protege of Frank, that, you know, his father figure and going through a dark time and I'm being vulnerable and I am flirting and I am bringing you to a Christmas tree farm and I'm cutting you a fucking tree. When they cut that tree together, I was like, what? And this Ashley girl, honestly, I have not seen a single movie where I'm like, you know what? I'm rooting for this girl. And she's beautiful. She's so beautiful. She, for me, is like the brunette Brooke I don't know why I'm always hating on on, on Brooke Dorsey. <laughs> she kind of gives me that vibe, right? Like, Ashley Newbra is mm-hmm. the brunette Brooke Dorsey, where it's kind of like bland, but she's beautiful. But not in this movie. In this movie, I really liked how she interacted with her sister. I liked how, you know, she was really trying to save the town from the evil developer. Like, just just all those little details of how she would, you know, 
pretend that she was the one that cut the tree, how she was a star of the show. And I loved her confidence. Like she had zero like qualms of like being a girl boss and was like, you know, really shoving it in Marcus Rossner's face because the chemistry between these two was through the roof. You are right. Sorry, Erica Durant, you could never. But they're flirting <laughs> or running around that goddamn house with the paints. It is cheesy as fuck, but they made it work. They made it work. And and Marcus Rosner has like um this wife who left him when he was like younger. Mm. And Mm-mm-mm. like normally that's like, oh yeah, whatever, like let's do that again. But now it's like Marcus Rosner, I, I I my heart goes out to you. <laughs> how could she? How could she? I, how could she? Oh my god. Okay, here's my pitch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do one of these handyman movies and get Christopher Russell into into the ah. mix. Have them be brothers. Is he gonna make a cabin? Something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how our pictures is Cindy Busby gonna to be in the movie in the, the following year? <laughs> I mean, I have a feeling that you know this this might just happen. Maybe the Hallmark gods are listening to us. I don't know, but they they did such a good job in flipping for Christmas. I have flipped for Marcus Rosner completely. <laughs> Um, also, special shout out to the sister and brother-in-law. This is how you do like non-token representation. And mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but I liked it. I liked that the kids were half seas. I like that. Oh, and uh, shout out to uh, Good Witch Dad or Good Witch Uncle, whatever he was. Good Witch Handyman. Because he was a dad in this one. And I thought that was also kind of cute. You know, how like the dad was oh also God, in it. And like there was that. a side story. Yeah, no, no, no. Girl, I understand why you missed it. We were focused on Marcus Rossner as we should be. <laughs> as we should be. Honestly, okay. he looked really good. When he asked her out to lunch, and she was like, you mean like we take lunch separately? And he's like, no, like I together. Know. And I'm like, yes, take me to lunch. Take me anywhere, and honestly. The <laughs> level of anticipation in the almost kiss mm. moment. And it, it was almost like this was peppered with almost kisses. I love it so much. Sometimes it really is all about the tease, but whatever. They teased us enough. Um, petition to Marcus Rossner, everything. Or at least, yes, I am all for this brother, you know, big burly brothers in the cabin in the forest mm-hmm. where their dad left them the <laughs> Christmas cabin and now they have to renovate it. And then they run into, like, I don't know, wilderness guide Cindy Busby because she's always yes. in the wilderness. <laughs> yes. Who would cabin, you pair Marcus right? Rossner with? Night. Yeah, exactly. Marcus Rosner and um, I mean, you, you know can make a love what? triangle with with Marcus ah. Rosner, Christopher Russell, and Cindy. We Boston. will talk more about um, we will talk about another love triangle later. But I am all on board. Um, you know what? Maybe <laughs> it's time for Brooklyn or say to get the Marcus Rosner treatment. Who knows? Who oh, knows? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll be Marcus. Who who knows? No one, guys. We're only halfway. We're only halfway through four amazing movies. And when we're back, two more. Because honestly, we couldn't decide. On But Make It Hallmark. We'll see you in a bit. Okay, we're at the second half of this week's Spazathon. Um, (laughs) As you can tell, we're very excited about all the movies this week. I mean, we've discussed the quote-unquote worst two, which is not to say that they were bad because they were fab. 
okay, we're gonna we're gonna spaz a lot more as we move into our our second Miracles of Christmas movie for the year, My Christmas Guide, starring Amber Marshall and Ben Mel. After losing his eyesight, a college professor adopts a seeing-eye dog from a guide dog trainer. As they all begin to spend time together, his confidence returns and his heart begins to open. Hi there, I'm a guide dog trainer. I saw a man with a mobility cane. Lost his eyesight not too long ago. You should get one of those. A dog? No, no. Oh, Trevor, this is about your safety and being there for Annie. I think I could get used to this. There's something there. <laughs> He's a client and I'm in a relationship. Over here, buddy. Sometimes we all need a little help seeing what's right in front of us. Thanks for everything you're doing for my dad. They my are Christmas doing a fantastic guy. job um, at representation this this year. Mm. Um, we, we get a blind guy, and I, I like what? how they did this story because you know it 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 really felt like they they added so many layers to it. I mean, they could have easily made this like a, the token blind guy story, but they didn't. And I think this is all down to casting. First of all, mm. we get Amber Marshall, Heartland Amy in a Hallmark oh movie. I am so thrilled to see her this time working with dogs. I guess she really likes her <laughs> animals, right? <laughs> okay, I normally hate dog movies, but I loved this movie. And I think it's because of Amber. I think she just she does so well with the animals that even I mm. want to get a seeing eye dog for myself, <laughs> even though I can see. Okay, I was very nervous about this movie first because it does like tread a very, you know, fine line between tokenism and res- representation. And okay, they did the disability thing so well. I was also nervous because Miracles of Christmas can go into the super sentimental end of the spectrum, especially if you get, you know, someone who's going through a really rough patch. That said, when Ben Mel came on screen, I was like, am I going to like this guy or am I just going to feel sorry for him? Oh my God. I mean, I felt sorry for him because he was blind, but I did not feel (laughs) sorry for him like five minutes into the movie because uh, he was a very capable guy. And I don't know, like in the beginning, I was like, I'm not really attracted to this guy. But as the story unfolded and we get to know him and we get to see like what kind of a dad he was and you know, how smart he is as a professor and how he treats the kids in his school, I was slowly starting to become attracted to him. Like he, was, <laughs> he was just becoming more and more attractive. I'm like, oh my God, what is this spell you were casting on me, my Christmas guide? Because like I, I felt like I was seeing him through Amber Marshall's eyes. I was like, I want to spend time with this dude. And I like how this movie like mixed the sentimentality with some comic relief. So um, Amber mm. is is partnered up in this movie and she has like a, a dick of a boyfriend oh, here. Oh God, so terrible. He's like the, I mean, <laughs> he, he was like a, a super caricature boyfriend who I didn't hate. I, I don't know. It's like usually mm, when they mm. put these caricature evil boyfriends, you know, you, you kind of roll your eyes and, you know, wish that they had like painted them with more layers. But then... I think it was a good contrast. It provided yeah. enough laughs because he was just so ridiculously <laughs> bad. <laughs> and he, he just made Ben Mel look so good. And like by the end of this movie, I was like, oh my God, he's so hot. He is so <laughs> hot. The kid, I am, by the way, his name is Trevor Donovan. 
Oh my god, that's true, <laughs> Professor Donovan. I mentioned that. Oh my god, yeah. his name is Professor Donovan. They just I mean, together. Shout he, out. He, 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 he lived up to the name, Trevor Donovan. <laughs> Shout out to Trevor Donovan. <laughs> Love Fallen oh, Order, one of my favorite Hallmark movies. So, so yeah, As it, it wasn't be. annoying. No one was annoying. I loved seeing them like fall in love with each other. And I feel like this is gonna be a definite rewatch movie for me. It's oh, like yeah. I, I'm just gonna keep watching this again and again because it's so heartwarming in the best, most surprising way possible. Okay, I've talked enough. Patty, what do you have to say about my Christmas guide? No, honestly, you haven't talked enough. And I was really, <laughs> really, really, really scared for this movie. One, because guys it's on miracles of christmas and i love hallmark movies and mysteries but they tend to get a bit wild on the tree cleanness and then when you would see the trailers for this you're like "Uh uh-oh blind guy Uh uh-oh it's heartland girl heartland girl can be pensive as fuck but (laughs) together it was shockingly like quite lighthearted against the expectations i had it wasn't like they didn't do the blind guy a disservice by focusing on his blindness. In fact, it just happened to be like a character trait that was there, but it also was a good way to represent. Like, we've never heard of these. I can't remember a Christmas movie where the lead guy was visually impaired. And I had to research. I'm like, is this guy actually blind in real life? True enough, he is legally blind, but not like full-on blind. And I don't know if you watch, I don't watch the show. I don't watch the show You on Netflix, but girl, he's yeah, on he you. was on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, this is wild. I kind of want to see. Well, sorry, uh, this guy in more things because I really appreciated how he won me over. Like, as the frustrated dad who just wanted to give his daughter everything, as the guy that was you know trying to recover from you know his wife leaving him and starting over with his daughter as the guy that was really just trying to make things work and hold on to his career but you know things not working out and girl the way they flirted when he asked her like what her smell was or like whatever like because she smelled good and then he got it as the gift for her i was like Mm, this man knows how to fucking flirt i swear when when he was asking her to like compliment him in a way because when he was up in there in the podium and then she says you know dignified like you know like professorial or whatever and then she goes handsome mm. and he smiled and you're like girl, girl <laughs> these two are about to get it on and then when they were on that couch and he was like caressing her face and he was like you know you're so beautiful blah 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 blah, blah. Mm. and you know obviously she smelled good because he gave her the gift that was super thoughtful like the chemistry I was like I was in knots. I was in knots. I was alone and like yelling, like screaming and shrieking from like killing. <laughs> they brought the chemistry. Usually I hate children. This child was not annoying. She was a good foil to, you know, show what a good father he was. Heartland girl, Amy Marsh, Amber Marshall, always, I'm, I'm, I mean, she's wonderful in Heartland and she's great with horses, but she's also great with dogs. Who fucking knew? Um, I, I want a sequel. I want to see <laughs> how they make this work. I want him. Like, what the fuck? This smart, nerdy professor with a child really, really got me. The way they would hang out. And I know, I know they really put the bad boyfriend, the contrast to what a miracle saint this guy is. But the, the that boyfriend was so funny. Like, 
it was literally like all the check marks of a terrible boyfriend and he you know how they, they brought in Polaha last year remember how they brought in Polaha last year in that um, the Hall neighborhood the movie yeah Hall of the Holly yeah, there, Hall and he of was the like Holly, a, yeah. where he was a caricature too right and he did it so well it was fun it wasn't it wasn't annoying at all I think it was like yeah they did it was that fun in this movie mm-hmm. we Exactly. We needed that. We need that kind of like lightheartedness because it's already such a heavy topic of a movie, right? And so, honestly, no comp- no notes. Five out of five. Benjamin Mel, Ben Mel, we need more of you. Um, you're, kind of, you're really hot. And uh, let's do this. Let's go read some Dickens. Woo! More Bens. Right. More Bens. More Bens in our life. All right. Speaking of people we want more of, we're going to our last movie. Um, and you guys know we save the best for last because <laughs> Countdown to Christmas has never been Christ, starring Janelle Parrish, Pascal Lamoff Kipnis, and the one, the only, Tyler Hines. Home for the holidays, BFFs Naomi and Liz reconnect with high school crush Chris Silver. A complex love triangle forms, forcing them to take stock of their lives and find the value of their friendship. So do you think we'll bump into anyone we know while we're home? Chris Silver, maybe? Chances of running into him are zero. It's good to see you guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Remember Chris Silver? You two had the biggest crush on him. What was that phrase you used to say? Never been Chris. All they want for Christmas is the same guy. Can we do this again? Mm-hmm. Like hang out? Does. You should go for him. No, you should go for it's him. It's about to get ugly. <laughs> Never been uh, Chris. Where do I Are you get? okay, Patty? Are you okay? <laughs> I am not okay. I am not okay. This is the epitome of Tyler being Tyler. Tyler can do no wrong. Tyler <laughs> just does everything right. And this movie, in his fucking striped sweaters and his aw shucks, I'm an insecure, there's this high school part of me that is still the hero, but I'm, I'm more than that. Shit, I have no words. Tyler Hines just does Tyler Hines so well. When I was texting Shingai about this, because she warned me that it's Tyler being Tyler, I'm like, fuck, I'm ready. I am ready to sploosh, and sploosh I did, because <laughs> as I watched this, I watched it twice, and as I watched it on a train... Girl, I was like shrieking on a train, on a train by myself. I was getting looks from people because the moment Janelle and Pascal go home and are like, I wonder who will bump into Chris fucking Silver. And he appears on screen with that swagger, that Tyler swagger, the Tyler that does TikTok so well, the Tyler that just skates into your life. And here, ice skates all over your heart and into the pescatarian fake veganness. <laughs> Like, it was just the best. The jokes on this movie were hilarious, making fun of vegan people, but also being very self-aware about it. We've seen high school reunion movies before with Amy T. Garden and how, you know, you're all just reliving your past lives. But it was a really nice way to look into this and not even getting into the friendship yet because the friendship obviously was at the center of this movie. But I can't move on from Tyler fucking Hines because <laughs> he was eye-fucking-me every scene of the movie. This man, in his it, 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 the confidence of a man to invite you to this little shindig he's hosting in his house where he's like, yeah, let's play Never Have I Ever, cookie, cookie edition, and 
they're eating the cookies and the, the question was, never have I ever had a crush on a high school friend and across the room, mm-hmm. Janelle Parrish chomps mm-hmm. on that fucking cookie and he's looking at her like, now is my time. And it's so cute. Their chemistry, Janelle, I gotta give her props. Every time I see her in something, I just want to be her best friend. So I used to watch um, Pretty Little Liars, a uh, former life of mine. And it was just the most treacly, crazy, like, you know, soap, teen soap ever. But I, I think I, I think Janelle was in that. And I wasn't such a big fan. But ever since she's come on the Hallmark Channel, I am just rooting for her all the way. I mean, never forget Marco Garzini right in front of you. Um <laughs> Never forget Filipino Jeremy represent. Jordan. Never forget Jeremy <laughs> Jordan. Oh my God. Never, never forget um, the movie with Marisol Nichols. Super creakly, but super amazing. So I always really am rooting for Janelle Parrish. And here she gets her due. She gets paired with Tyler, 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 Tyler Hines. I, <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. Okay. Into the friendship. Sorry. I'm going to stop talking in a bit, but I really liked how they made the friendship the center of this movie. I like how they put their relationships with their moms and how difficult it can be to be in your 30s and try to mend fences with your parents. I really liked how, you know, her stepfather was comedic relief, but also so real in that he loves her. There's nothing against her, but he'll step out of the way when it's time for mom, kid time. I love how we got more Hanukkah representation because we got Hanukkah and Christmas. I loved how maybe, maybe Pascal was actually kind of lesbian and she and Carly are gonna end up together oh I God. don't know yeah. I don't know maybe who knows but I love it this is an ensemble cast that I don't mind seeing again and again I want to see that long distance I want to see Chris Silver make it work I want to see him eat more fish I want more give me more Tyler Hines because he can never let me down oh my god Tyler I love you I love you so much Okay, I I think this this movie was so effective for me because I had no idea where it was going. Exactly. You know how exactly. people watch Hallmark movies because they know they're, it's predictable. You know, you know how everything's gonna go. You know, the the big city girl meet her first love and small small town guy and whatever. This movie eschews all of those tropes. I had no idea what was going to happen. Like, was Chris Silver into the Friends? Was it going to be a a threesome kind of thing? Like, who did he really like? Like, when they fooled us with the the dream sequence of Pascal being kissed by him, I I was like, oh my God, he's going to go for the other girl, not Janelle. And I was like, fully invested in this thing. And I was like, oh, okay, it was a dream sequence, of course. And they had me fooled. Normally, they wouldn't have me fooled. And then, like, even with this, like, pescatarian veganism thing, I was like, what <laughs> in the world is going on? Like, is he really vegan or not? Like, I was, like, <laughs> really trying to figure things out because, like, I couldn't. And, you know, that's a big deal when it, when we're talking about oh, yeah. Hallmark oh, and yeah. Hallmark at Christmas. You know, they, they never pull one over you. And I feel like this movie, like, was just, like, one surprise after the next what I wasn't surprised about is how effective Tyler was at being Chris Silver I mean of course oh god of course they had to cast Tyler I mean who else right he (sighs) just he just breathes and he is Chris Silver I I like how uh, I like how he just leaned into it fully and embraced you know his demographic his market 
I mean, I was I was completely sold. I was so charmed by this movie. I had it was kind of bananas. I had no idea where it was going. I really liked like the the dynamic with the parents and you know how mm. real all of that is. It just feels like a really fully fleshed out concept. This entire movie, yeah. and I'm so proud of Hallmark for doing Never Been Chris. And and I hope that you know we 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 get to see this again and again. I mean, sorry Hollywood Chris's. There's another Chris in town, and it's Chris <laughs> Silver. <laughs> Honestly, I was really like I was just squirming in my pants because I just couldn't get over this and. Like, in my head, like, I was like, listen, I, I could hear, like, sting, like, every breath you take. Because literally every mm. breath Tyler took, every move he made, I was like, I am watching you, kid. I am <laughs> into this. I just looked up the Wikipedia because I was so, I'm so, so, so curious. So this movie was directed by a guy named Jeff Beasley, who also did the Santa Summit, which I think is funny. Because I'm like, wow, this guy oh. is, like, hitting it out of the ballpark. But he also did. I mean, he's got a bunch of rando other Hallmark movies that we didn't quite like. But he did Christmas Cookie Kitab with Victor Webster and Rachel Boston last year. He did the Love Strikes Twice one, wherein it's a um, time travel uh, lawyer thingy. Mm. Um, he did Project Christmas Wish, which is all we need to know, oh, honestly. Oh, my all God. we need to fucking know. Oh, my God. Know. Oh, my God. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Project Christmas Wish. He is the third guy in the in the Burley Brothers movie. <gasps> oh, right? my God. Right? Yes, Travis Van Winkle, you can mm-hmm. do us anytime. This is gonna. This is it. This is it. This is the uh, Burley Brothers, Marcus Rosner, Christopher Russell, Travis Van Winkle, Men of the Woods, come over. <laughs> and you know what? Come back, Amanda Shell. Let's just do it. Oh my God! This is it. This is it. I'm gonna. I think I need to rewatch Project Christmas Wish just to, you know, feel in the holiday spirit. But guys. Don't forget, you guys have a lot to do this week because you got to watch all four movies. I'm not kidding. You have to watch them. You're doing yourself a disservice by skipping a single one. And yeah, you want to be Chris, so go get some Tyler Hines when we're back. <laughs> if we're alive. Yeah, we're going to do our favorite segment of the episode. It is our Christmas edition of Mary Kill after the break. back with what is probably the most difficult <laughs> Mary Kill we've ever had to do on but Megan oh Hallmark. Maggie, I'm gonna say it now. Uh, I'm cheating this week. I mean, last oh, week as you we chose should. two for your fuck and I'm yeah. just gonna abstain from the kill. Oh, There's oh nobody God, I want to kill thank God. this week. Uh, thank God. Thank God. Why? 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 I, I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm glad because I honestly didn't know who to kill. That I was just like, should I just kill all the Santas? That was kind of annoying. But no, it's okay. We don't have to kill anybody. <laughs> Thank you. My God. <laughs> I started this the first for the podcast. This is, is the this, first. This is the first time um, in I the mean, year of our Lord, 2023. Episodes. We've had Christmas weeks where we've wanted to kill everyone. Oh my god! I remember those. I remember those weeks where we recorded where we're like, we're not talking about any movies because they all sucked. Yeah. <laughs> So you know what? Count your blessings, girls. Um, no, I How love it. Historic moment. Come. I, I it it was. I I just put here like all the Santas. I don't know. Like I really didn't know who to kill, and we shouldn't kill anyone. So this is perfect. Great. Moving on then. Okay. That was easy. That was so okay. easy. All right. I mean, I I have I have to fuck the popular guy. I'm gonna fuck Tyler Hines this week. <laughs> I'm gonna be Chris. 
Oh, oh, oh. What about you? So you're going to be crest fucked by uh, Tyler Hines? Well, I am doing a threesome once more. I guess it's just threesomes for me moving forward. Um, with the Marcus Rosner, because I can't say no to a burly man. But you know what? Never fucked a blind man before, so Ben Mel, let's go. <laughs> I feel like it would be just super duper like interesting and like because of the uh, lack of visual representation, um, there will be a part of me that will feel very uninhibited because can't see y'all. Um, but it'll be interesting. And I've always, like, you know what? There's always a first time. And maybe I'll like it over and over. So Ben Mel, Marcus Rossner, let's go to the woods and we be happy. All right. <laughs> I guess I know who you're marrying. <laughs> I mean, I've got to marry the handyman. (laughs) Marcus Rosner, you and me forever. (laughs) What about you? There was not a handyman that Chingai did not love. Um, I'm sorry. There is a rule in my life that when Tyler Hines appears, Mm. I need to marry him. Um, And I'm moving to Weston. So sorry, Janelle. Stealing your man. You guys can do long distance. I am there for the long haul. We can eat fish Um, together. He doesn't have to be vegan. I am fully supportive. I just want to be Chris every day. As Tyler's wife, like every year you've been Tyler's wife. Um, which version of Tyler do you actually want oh to marry? Oh my god. I mean, so to many. be fair, yeah. Chris Silver is, I mean, it's recency bias, obviously, but I really did like him mm-hmm. in Unexpected Christmas and his John Favreau role, let's be real, um, as the political uh, that's my um, pick too. speechwriter. Yeah. He's such, it yeah. was so, it's so good. But, 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 he was also oh super gosh. cute in Three Wise Men and a Baby. So. I don't know. Because I felt like he was not a baby. He was, he was a bit too much shoot from the hip kind of guy. Yeah. I prefer yeah. my Tyler's responsible. Um, and so that's mm-hmm. why this English teacher, I mean, sorry, English head of the department was kind of super like mm-hmm. intriguing. Oh my God, the two guys, Ben Mel and Tyler, were like professorial. What Professors. is up, Hallmark? Uh-huh. Honestly, <laughs> teach me tonight. Anyway, um, <laughs> As you guys can tell, Chingai and I are on some sort of laughing gas because the movies were amazing. We want to thank you for joining us and sitting through this craziness because it has been a wild ride and it's only week three. Oh my god. If you're not following us on our socials, we are at ButMakeItHallmark on Instagram and at MakeItHallmark on Twitter. Holy shit. Christmas movies, come at us. We're ready. We want to be Chris. We want to be everything. Go build me a house, Marcus Rossner. Um, Let's go. Merry Christmas. Happy. Thanks so much, Shingai, for joining. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.